Welcome to Live and Love Your Brand, a podcast to support you in sharing your message and mission with the world. I'm your host, Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature. I'm a personal branding specialist with a mission to support female entrepreneurs to live and love their brand. I've been running my business, Lovely Communications, for more than 12 years, and I can hand on heart say that my success has come from the strength of my personal brand. I believe in the power of owning and sharing our story. I want to help you own your story, shop consistently, and really put yourself out there. So here on the podcast, you'll find helpful tips, practical exercises, and joyful discussions that will inspire you to reconnect with your brand and communicate it more effectively. I'll be joined by incredible experts to discuss how personal branding can have a huge impact on your business and on your life. I'd love to hear from you, so please make sure to connect over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at lovelycoms, that's L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, double the L means double the life, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and you can join in the conversation in our lovely community, the Live and Love Your Brand Facebook group. Of course, make sure to come back weekly as each new episode drops. I can't wait to share with you how to gain clarity, build confidence, and increase connections all by sharing your unique personal brand with the world. Lovely Communications is based on the Gold Coast and recognizes Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies where we work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on your Gumbe country and from wherever you are listening, we respect the elders past, present and emerging. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of the Live and Love Your Brand podcast. Today, I am joined by Lynn Scanella, who is a fabulous conference speaker and facilitator who helps people connect more effectively in the workplace for less stress, greater productivity, and better results. I met Lynn through the Women in Tourism Network on the Gold Coast, and right away, I could see her dynamic personality, and I could understand why she was a speaker. She also gave me some wonderful wise words one day when I was doing some speaking and has been a brilliant uh, person to bounce around ideas off and to gain support from. But Lynn has also created this amazing personality profile system that I refer to pretty much on the daily with one of my very good friends up here. Uh, So you're going to learn about why I'm a mango and she's an apple and what that all means. But a little bit more about Lynn. Starting life in the tourism industry, she worked in airlines and five-star hotels before starting her own performance improvement company, where she learned the most successful teams were the most diverse. She's the creator of the Fruit Personality Profiling Tool, and in 2004, uh, she created that, and she's now written two books, Bite Me and Other Do's and Don'ts of Dealing with Other Differences, and Pick Me, Loving and Living with People We Just Don't Get. Her fun fact, which she says is not so fun, is that Lynn once uh, lived in one week in Sydney and one week in Brisbane for 13 years, all because of her man. So she went back and forth to Sydney and Brisbane. Incredible. Uh, Lynn just shares so much wonderful wisdom in this uh, episode, and I really don't want to hold us back. So let's jump in and hear more from Lynn.
Hello and welcome to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast. Lynn Scanella, how are you? I'm extremely well. Thank you, Emma Lovell. Nice to be here. <laughs> so I'm going to, even though we have done an introduction, I always love to do this, put you on the spot. Um, tell me, who are you? That is a huge question. I know. Um, Isn't it fun? <laughs> like, are you, talk- are you talking about, do I do I know myself? Yeah, Am it's very I happy within myself? It is a bit. I've got um, it in, you know, I hate the term, but it's elevator pitch, so. <laughs> it's a pitch. Well, pitching would be different. But why don't I give you a couple of things? Um, it is a huge question. We could spend the whole podcast on this, but I am a, I'm a, a mother, a partner, a sister, a daughter, a friend. Um, sometimes when people say, who are you? I often think of that question um, that I first heard Stephen Covey ask, which was, what do you want people to say about you at your funeral? And um, for me, I did it years and years ago but it still sticks. I want people to say that I cared. So hopefully I am, I am a caring person. I am most of the time, not always, you know. Um, I started life <laughs> in the airline industry and five-star hotels, and that gave me a passion for customer service really early on. Um, I started an incentive. After that, I started an incentive company on my visa card and I grew it to a multi-million dollar company, which then I lost in spectacular fashion. And when I emerged from the devastation, I became a corporate trainer and then on to be a, a speaker and an author. And I guess I need to say that I'm a mango with a banana rising. Oh, my God, I love it. And we're so <laughs> going to dig into this because uh, one of my, our gorgeous colleagues and friends, Caroline, yep. her and I talk in the fruit language and I'm sure we uh, people are quite confused. Uh, we look a little bit loopy, fruit loopy, but that's fine. Um, I, you know, I had, I did ask this question of someone the other day and they said not the, who, what would someone say of you at the funeral? They actually said, um, who are you when you're alone in the bath? And it was like, I was like, you do realise I'm now going to think of you every time I'm in a bath and go, who am I? And <laughs> that's a bit creepy. That. I know, isn't it? And now you're all going to be thinking it too. So <laughs> That's good. But it's a good question. And I have to tell you, by coincidence, I did this exercise in the bath because I was alone and relaxed and it was, it's, very, it's a private, intimate space. So mm-hmm. no one else is in your thoughts. It's just, you know, what do you want people to say when you're dead? Yeah. You know, to, to be, oh, she yeah. built a really great house. She had uh, a Ferrari. That would be nice. But, you know, it's not what I want people to say. No, not at all. Mm. So you do have bananas on your top. Uh, I do. Doing yoga. The mm. wonderful fruits. So it is probably how I first came to know you. So tell me more about Ripe and about the fruits and how. why did you start chatting about fruit? And likening humans to fruit. <laughs> I know. Look, um, I developed a fruit profiling, fruit personality profiling system back in 2004. But I, I have to say, Emma, you you would know that it's not it's not new. It's been this sort of personality profiling has been around for thousands of years. Started off in ancient Greece uh, with a guy called Hippocrates that suggested we only had four different types of personality mm-hmm. based on our balance of bodily fluids black bile, yellow bile, blood, and phlegm. So um, everyone's done some sort of personality quiz, whether it's on mm-hmm. Facebook or whether it's a sophisticated profiling system, maybe like, like Belbin. But when my company is called Ripe, so when I developed my profile, I took out the blood and the phlegm and we have Thank apples, God. mangoes, yes. <laughs> Lots so I'm a bit phlegmy today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd be much more mango-y. I think it yep. suits better. Mm. Yeah. So that's when it started. 
Oh, I just, yeah, it, it really, like you said, there's so many around, there's so many profiles. I actually now include in my course the, you know, the profile test, the fruit profile test. So, um, and I, it just speaks my language, um, yeah, probably because I'm a mango uh, and I love it, uh, but I'm, I'm a mango apple rising. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it um, ridiculous? Anyway. <laughs> it's so good, but I love it even. I can see on your wall behind how we're the, the, the two sides of the brain. And, of course, I knew I didn't need my husband to do the test. I knew exactly what he would be. If I'm mango apple, he's a banana lime. Absolutely. Limey, a limey banana. I thought he'd be a limey banana, but he's a banana lime. Yeah. Very he's a nice well, he's a nice counterweight to, to you. <laughs> and a lot of us, you know, interestingly, a lot of us choose our our opposite, complete opposite when we choose our life partners. And mm. it, when we're really young, sometimes we don't have the emotional intelligence to work with that. Mm. Um, we, you know, because working with your opposite is really challenging. But as we get older and we send, you know, you, you learn to respect each other's strengths. Oh my God, if you respect each other's strengths and you work with your strengths and respect our differences, I should say, work with your strengths, you become an absolutely formidable team. You become mm-hmm. watertight. No one can mess with you if you're like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, we've got it all, all the bases covered. But it's so funny when, you know, people do meet us and they go, Oh, you're you're quite different, or he's so different <laughs> to you. And I'm like, thank God. Can you imagine two of me? It would be you'd implode. <laughs> You didn't because yeah. if you have two big personalities in a house, you will actually destroy each other most of the time. It's too competitive. It's too competitive. It is, but somehow, because um, we we are both mangoes, but you do uh, you recognize? Oh, well, we're not in a house together, but you do recognize um, the strength and I guess the qualities in the other one, and you go, "Oh, I see, I see your mango." I'll tell. You, I'll, I'll raise you a. Well, we did. We were lucky. We met through women, women in tourism, and you did a session for us. It was so fantastic. But it was quite interesting. People have, and it wouldn't matter which profiling system you have, but people have things that they don't want to be right. And so sure. we all got put onto the different we, our primary uh, fruit table, mm-hmm. and there were the people being like, "I don't want to be a lime. I want to be an apple. <laughs> I don't want to be the lime. I want to be a mango." And the mangoes were like, "Of course you want to be a mango. We're amazing." <laughs> Um, but we all have all of them, right? So yes, we do. I think that's something, and even when you introduce yourself, you know, you are many things, and and that's something that comes up with the brand work that I do is that we're not just one thing. You're not just this one label, and that's your label for life. And that it's and everything. And I love the way that you, you know, so Lynn has written two books, mm-hmm. two. Yeah. more <laughs> no, I've got just two, two. <laughs> okay um I've got two so um you explain no, not I wouldn't say the pros and cons like the strengths and the not so strength challenges challenges that's a lovely way to put it of each one and, and then how to work yes. with them yeah you know the thing is you're so right I think it's critical in this mix that even though we use fruit and it's silly and it's fun uh it's it's also memorable but it's critical to know that we're not just one there's no way that you're just a mango or you're just a lime we're all a beautiful blend of all four fruit and the thing is we tend and we can also access each of those fruit four fruit characters if we choose Mm -hmm. so I might be a really sweet banana but you touch my kid and I'll become a raging apple so we can access each of them the thing is we tend to work in our top two fruit Mm -hmm. preferences particularly under pressure so 
if you're an apple, say there's a confrontation coming and you're an apple. So the apple in you might go, oh, <laughs> rubbing your hands together in glee. Or the mango might be going, oh, geez, I don't want a confrontation. I just wanted to you know, get back to the party. Or the lion might be anxious because they haven't had time to prepare for it. And the banana's already hiding under the doona. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the key is to understand that we're not, we're not just one fruit. The idea of, of labelling, we do it, A, Emma, because it's fun and it's easy to remember. Mm-hmm. But the real goal is to be able to recognise um, different traits in ourselves and other people and then understand those traits. So even though I'm saying, you know, jokingly I'm a mango or whatever, um, one day you might meet me and I don't have my mango hat on, I've got my lime hat on. Mm-hmm. So you better give me details yes. and you just better slow it down um, and, and give, me, give me what I need. So it's about understanding the traits so we can recognise them. It, it, it's to be used as guidelines even though we have a lot of fun doing it. And, and connection as well because once you yes. can understand and recognise um, how somebody else operates, then you can find a level on which to connect with them. And I can, it's really nice when I see a lime and I'm like, oh, okay, they need detail. They need me to slow right down. They're going to nitpick. <laughs> it's going to drive well, me mad, but I need to, uh, they're going to they're want all of it and, um, and, and they need me to plan. And when I realise that, then it's like, we're going to communicate a lot better than me bowling in and, and throwing my arms around and, and, and then, you know, throwing yeah. it over my shoulder and running away. Um, yeah, because they still want you, Emma. They just need a dialed back version of you, <laughs> yes. you know, because we can do. hate show-offs, people who talk too much, people who cut them off, you know, um, people who finish their sentences for them or people who, who go into their office and sit on their desk and touch their stuff, you know. <laughs> so they just need a, a dialed back version. Which is so okay as well. And I think mm. um, I feel like... I am the way I am and I, that's that's it and it can never change or and sometimes I don't even know the way they are. But it's like, yes, if we can access the pieces or, yeah, or recognise that, you know, even love languages, I love that too, of like how mm. to talk to somebody and how to see that and talk to them on that level. Um, but, yeah, there are occasions where I say, be you, but, yes, it is not appropriate in some certain, you know, it's not appropriate to walk into a library for me and be all like colourful and la, la, la and let's get the show on the road. It's like, no, in the Loud. library, I would be, I would be more respectful of the silence. And, yeah. you know, there are occasions where we, you have to, you, but you can still feel like and be yourself and understand yourself so that you can access, access those parts. It's like, I always think it's like a bit like a diamond, you know, you're just showing a different facet of yourself. You're just mm-hmm. turning one particular way and bringing out your lime. You turn this way and I'll bring out my mango, uh, depending on what's appropriate for the situation. But this is what's so valuable about it. If I understand more about myself and my own flaws and my strengths, and then I understand more about the way you operate and your flaws and strengths, then you modify your behaviour to work with that person more effectively. And then everything's just sweeter, less stress, get more done. You know, happy days. Yeah. And I would like to go back to your um, I love the way you so lightly put it, but your uh, epic failure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but not, but you know, and I know it's probably some years ago now and you processed and all that, but yes. that must have been, a, you know, you wouldn't be where you are right now and, and writing books and, and nope. doing these presentations and connecting with people this way had you not had that. So yeah, I guess I, I'm, you know, trying to answer the question for you, but what, what did you learn through that process or what were the, I guess, the good <laughs> parts of that part of your story? I guess 
the biggest thing, Emma, like I lost uh, my business and my marriage and my house and it took me a long, long time, years and years and years to recover from that. And it was, so you do a lot of self-reflection and it's and find out, well, why did that happen? And, and there were some circumstances beyond my control, but one of the biggest thing was really owning, owning it. Like it was my business. So what was the problem? And the problem was that my, because I am all jokes aside, a mango banana, my strengths are with connecting with people mm-hmm. and relationships. I have high EQ, my IQ, maybe not so much because um, I didn't like balance sheets. I didn't like reading profit and loss. I found it really boring. I had 10 women working for me. So we just had an awesome time yeah. and there was always plenty of money coming in until there wasn't. Yeah. And so I, part of the one of the big things I learned was that you actually have you want a successful business you actually have to learn about the books and a lot of us who have our own small businesses we start off because we get we've got big ideas and we believe anything is possible but that's not good for detail and logistics Mm -hmm. so it I we there was a lot of um, money coming into that business but the profit was always minimal and it was never a great business model The other thing I really learned, really took away from it, and it's the reason I am so passionate about using your whole brain, is that because I was just using those skills that came naturally to me, people skip, like we won awards, clients loved us, of course, because that's the way that I was skewed. Mm -hmm. And it's also the way I now understand, and this is one of the biggest learnings, is that we can all work in whatever part of your brain that you need to work in. And so I've learned to work in my apple and lime. It's harder because it doesn't come as naturally, but they're just more skills. And we're all capable of learning whatever we choose to learn. So they're the two biggest learnings, um, really, of, you know, having a business is serious stuff, even though, even though um, at the time, I just thought I thought I would be right. Um, And, and I wasn't. Yeah. What amazing, what amazing lessons um, to learn and to, yes, I think there's one of the uh, best advice I got from a coach was just like, whether you like it or not, you know, admin is part of business and there is certain, there is always a certain element, well, and a a piece that needs you as well, requires you and you can outsource, but um, I heard another thing that's great, it was um, don't do um, delegation by abdication, you know, where you just go, oh, someone else will take care of it. They'll they'll do that part. And it's like, just because they're good at it um, doesn't mean you can't understand it or have a look at it. You've got to be all over it. You have to be all over it. You know, I was working with a leader last week and um, we were doing the the fruit thing and he was um, a mango, which means for your listeners, that's a, a very big picture and hates detail. And he had all his auditors and all his finance people there. And so as we were talking about this, he's saying to them, I need to know, I just need top line. That's all I need and I need to understand but when you give me the detail, these glorious spreadsheets with all their detail, it overwhelms me. It's also not necessary. So as, as a business owner and a leader, you need to you need to be all over it, but you don't need to drill down too much. It doesn't matter if you're in a small business or whether you're in, in a large one. Yeah, because you can get lost in those other areas, but you can't just go, yep, they'll take care of it and they will, and that will happen. And then yeah, that part that can part can totally fall over if you're not aware of it but also accepting that there is always going to be an element of I don't know work and, and discomfort <laughs> and things that you don't like that you can't absolutely 
just do all the, uh, do all the your fun stuff. And then we all have different fun yes. stuff too. And I think recognizing that too, that sometimes other people love that. Like, what do they love doing? Or oh, you love? Give me a spreadsheet any yes. day. Yes, people get excited, excited by it. Let me let me organize a policy and procedures manual. Woohoo! You know, yeah, it's like cool, go nuts, and then just yeah, report back and tell me how it's going and then how we're going to utilize it and and that sort of thing. Yeah, that's really yeah. valuable. And so, and you are speaking. You are a speaker. You mm-hmm. have a podcast as well. How I do. Did you, how and when did you get into the, I mean, you're a mango, but how did you get into the officially no. speaking? Well, Emma, you say that, but I was a reluctant conference speaker. I hated it. Um, I'm not sure if you know this. I just had a major, major fear of public speaking. So I, when I was yeah, coming out of the depths of despair and I became a trainer, corporate trainer, and I loved the nurturing and I liked the small, the engagement of a classroom. You know? mm-hmm. But the big stage, I would just oh, my bowels would be churning for months. I just want to vomit. Like I hated it, terrified of it. And all my friends, speaker friends were going, you're mad. It's a great income stream. You can be a trainer and a speaker. I'm like, no, 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 no. Anyway, unfortunately, if someone puts a challenge to me, it will just gnaw away at me. And one part of me, Banana Lynn's going, I can't do it. Apple Lynn's going, you are just a wimp. Get off your, you know. So in the end, I forced myself into it. It took me a long time to overcome my fear but now I now I really enjoy it um yes it is another income stream and it's also a wonderful way to you know to get to get your message out to to lots of people at at one time well absolutely and you've been a mentor to me in this space as well Mm. and you're so brilliant at it and I I've told this story many times I probably haven't told on this podcast but um I was going through my own sort of transition from doing my PR marketing social media writing to personal brand specialist and I was about to do MCing at the Women in Tourism and I saw you before and I was like Lynn how do how, I, I've got to say all the things I've got to introduce myself I'm Emma Lovell and I run lovely communications and I'm a personal branding specialist and I do all the, how do I say all the things and you were brilliant you just said What's you that? say yes you said you say I'm Emma Lovell and I'm a personal branding specialist and I was like mm. oh yeah I just say it yeah I just yeah. say I am name I am this and nobody's going to argue with you it was but it was the first time I was saying it I guess in a more public way and Mm. this is what I talk to my clients about you've got to get used to saying those words about yourself it's owning it it's owning it and showing up and um and I I know why I said it because you know I did loads of courses about how you introduce yourself you know I'm so and so and I help people x y and z I've you know done so many things of how to get that elevator pitch right and I just came back to just say it. And I didn't like saying I'm a conference speaker for actually for years because I felt I was scamming, you know, the old imposter syndrome, which Mm. everybody suffers from. But once you start saying it, you are it. Mm -hmm. You believe it, right? You say it, it's it's what you do. Author, right? I've written two books and people say, oh, you're an author. I go, no, no. Okay. (laughs) So why, why have you got two books in? Oh, um, Oh yeah, I, I do. So I you know, it, it, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I guess I do. So it's all about confidence. Uh, where you know where your where your confidence lies, I guess. Um, and writing is difficult for me, so I put it right down the bottom. I'm not I'm happy with the books. I'm really happy with them. They've got really mm, good information in them. They do. It's just not easy for me. Yeah. But no, it was so it was so simple, and like I said, I was overcomplicating it. And I tell this story to my clients because it's this overcomplicating. And what 
we're actually doing is sparking a conversation, right? Where we're just, it's an introduction. It's not the executive summary. We don't need to give them the entire life story and our entire pitch or like, and I don't, I really dissuade my, you know, my clients from creating an elevator pitch because it's, mm. then it's very daunting. You've got to say all this stuff when it's like, somebody just asked you who you are or, you know, the, my the most hated, what do you do? Well, you just answer the question. Mm. I am me and I, this is how I do things. And then, mm. oh, well, I'm interested in that. Okay, let's start, keep talking. I mean, you can yeah. say, you know, I'm Emma and I'm a mango. And they'd be like, what the hell does that mean? And then I could talk yeah. to them about yeah. that if I wanted That's to. Right. And it's it's a sparking of the conversation though, isn't it? And then, you know, the other thing was I was like, but how do I bring my business in? You're like, well, your, your logo is going to be up on the screen. So you don't need to say that or say it later or why? You just say you're Emma. They're going to work with you. It was just, it was such a gift. So I'm, I'm Wanted oh. to thank you. Oh, I'm really glad that it made a difference, Emma. Um, I don't think we need, uh, everyone has a different style. I'm not about just, I don't think you need to spruik yourself. You just need to be yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is that is oh. your brand. And then that is building trust. I don't need to, like if I stand in front of you, you know, it's like, well, I talk, you know, when, when people say, why should I, why should I speak as as part of, part of my brand I'm like well first of all it's the easiest sales call you'll ever do because mm-hmm. it's a it's a group thing but more importantly and if you're in small business it costs you nothing but when you you and it doesn't need to be me standing there saying I'm a conference speaker and this is what I do and da 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 da, da. I could be standing there talking to mums at school about Lamington drives but while you're doing it you're engaging you're building a trust with your audience. You're decide, people are deciding if they like you or not. And that's we do business with people that we like and people that we trust. And when you're able to articulate yourself properly in a public space, then people see you as more than what you are sometimes. They see you as an expert, as more knowledgeable. They see you as a good leader, as someone trustworthy. So when you do it properly, it's... You know, it, it's a gift. I'm not sure why I went off on that tangent. What oh, it was one of my about? questions. It was brilliant because <laughs> it is something that comes up a lot and it is such yeah. a fear point for people Yeah, when it's like it is, it's just that it's that it's a connection piece, it's a communication piece. And it, it I think people have to think you have to have a big talk as well, like to be a speaker, you have to have a big talk, but it's yeah. actually you you know stuff that other people don't know or you yeah. see the world in a way that other people might not see it. and. We, we do just want to hear your story and um, there's a, a wonderful woman I know who runs a um, YouTube show called No Ordinary Woman and she's like, mm. because everybody has a story because we do go to these events and you see these people on stage and you think, oh, but they've done all these amazing things. They're a person too. They just got given that platform today. Yeah, so true. then why don't you just take the platform for yourself? And then once you start to be asked these questions, you go, oh, actually, yeah, I did have something to answer to that. I did have something to say that, oh, I guess I did overcome that challenge. I guess I do have a few skills and experiences that could help someone else. And it's just, like you said, recognising that. And then you don't have to convert that whole 1,000 people audience or 50 people or 10 people. But if you speak to one person and that one person hears that message that day, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a lot about confidence, I think, Emma, from a lot of people I speak to. Um, you know, when I was running presentation skills workshops, people would say, I don't have any stories. I've got 
you know, I've got nothing to say. And that is just bullshit. Everyone has something and everyone has had life experiences and everyone has stories. It's just, it's just life. We all do. So I think a lot of it comes from confidence in yourself so Mm -hmm. people might look at you because you're so confident and go it's okay for her it's easy and she's got lots of stories but other people do as well everybody everybody does if you're listening you all you all have stories and it's a great thing to be able to do to help your brand if you can get in front of people absolutely and take the you know we are so fortunate in in this I guess age of technology where there are a lot Mm. more avenues in which you know including this platform we're on a podcast and mm. there's so many other places you can speak let alone your own channels you know I just yes. <laughs> was late to our session because I was recording a live I was speaking. ladies and gentlemen she was late to the session because she's a mango and mangoes try to put too much on their list and too much in their lives and therefore they're always late and then you know what's even more interesting is they think it's okay because they're worth waiting for what do you think about that people <laughs> We are. (laughs) And you did wait for me. So (laughs) it's self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, But yeah, no, but I mean, you have your own channel. We all have our own channels now. So if that's the place you start um, Mm. and build that muscle and flex that muscle, but also sometimes it's, it's taking the opportunity. Yes, there's not, not everyone is necessarily going to want to, nor have the opportunity to be on a stage, but also why can't they have that opportunity and that possibility uh, in there? And it might just be in their industry or in their space or, you know, my father-in-law recently spoke at their um, apartment complex. They live out there, have a men's coffee every morning, uh, every Wednesday morning, and he spoke on cybersecurity, as you do. Nice. Yeah, very, very um, knowledgeable about that. But, you, you know, it's, I think sometimes you don't realise you know that things that other people don't know. And yeah. if it is interest, often if it's interesting to you, it's probably interesting to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's so true. Ah, uh, I just could talk about fruits all day. I think it's so funny. So yes, my friend Caroline, we say, um, "Oh, that's so apple. You're being such an apple right now." Or you, you, yes, anytime I'm late. Yeah, yeah, okay, mango, okay. <laughs> it's a fun language to speak in, but the primary importance of it is understanding yourself and connecting with others but tell me so the two books so tell me about those the difference um yep two books uh one is called bite me um and other do's and don'ts of dealing with their differences that's primarily about dealing with other people at work and then uh, my other book is called pick me uh loving and living with people you just don't get and that is about romantic relationships yes which seems to be more popular interestingly enough with the boys so um a lot of guys in their 30s okay book. I know what about that when they're still dating and they're trying to figure women out the thing is I don't need to I should just tell them a secret that they will never figure us out yes um yes. but it's nice take the book yeah and buy the book it's, a, it's a great it's a great guideline but just never think you're going to figure us out no but it's really nice when you start to to recognize those traits and you can start yeah. to appreciate and go oh that's why that was happening or Oh, that's why we clash on that point. And yes, we are never going to agree upon that, but we can at least acknowledge and accept and um, probably just, yeah, dial it down a little bit with the fury. Uh, I actually, you, you interviewed Matt and I for that book. So it was really fun doing the, um, the questions. That's right. That's um, right. I did too. I forgot. 
yeah it was very fun um and I absolutely could have answered all of the questions um for him without uh but I did did it properly and we we nice Emma nice to see you holding yourself back (laughs) uh really this this um interview has really revealed a lot about me uh so much what what is and so tell me the podcast as well um what oh yeah I have two podcasts. Uh, one is called Fruitful Conversations, and really, that's that's a lovely space where I talk to people who share their stories, really just to teach and inspire us to be better versions of ourselves. So that's the whole point of that. Take something from my podcast when you go to bed that night. Hopefully, you go, "Oh yeah, I've learned that one little thing, and I can try and be a better better person." And then I have a podcast called Fruitful Pairs, which really is just a um, it's it's a standalone for anyone that wants to learn more about themselves and their relationships. I love that. It's so helpful. Mm. <laughs> so tell me, how can we connect with you? Um, via my website is probably best, lynnscanella.com.au. Email me there um, or call me. My, all the details are on the website. And there you'll have, you can do a short taster of the quiz um, and you can inquire about, conference speaking or workshops or I have um, a video training program as well where you get to be the facilitator you get to be the grand pineapple and you can just run it inside your own your own business Um, you can also get the books there Emma and I'd love to give your listeners um, a discount on those so if they go to the website and use the coupon code Emma 22 that will be valid till the 31st of May normally those books are 30 bucks each and um, I give you ten dollars off each book by using that coupon so Um, generous very very welcome and what else have I got oh connect with me on 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 social because my Instagram Linscanella fruit is really pathetic so (laughs) I would really like some friends on that um and I'm a bit sloppy these days on LinkedIn and Facebook but please feel free to connect with me there as well no, oh, you're out. You're out being a mango, doing mango things. So that's that's what it's. <laughs> that's what you're here to do. You're here to I'm like, a bit of a. Said. I'm a wrinkled old mango these days, um, Emma. I'm just kind of happy to lounge around in the sun a bit more. That's why your is. bananas are doing yoga. Yeah, <laughs> I do live in the northern rivers of New South Wales. Remember? <laughs> yes, of course. In in a very beautiful spot that's had some challenges, but beautiful yeah. spot nonetheless. Bun- Bunjalung country. <laughs> amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I thank you for your books and thank you for your wisdom. Um, you said it's just going to stay with me and I'll put it on a post-it. You, you've made it to the wall, Lynn. You've made it to the wall, the post-it <laughs> wall. I look like a little bit of a serial killer with all my post-its all around, um, right. mind mapping. But um, don't sprick yourself, be yourself. Because something You said, yeah, I just, that's so awesome, so awesome yeah. to remember. Well, it doesn't work for everyone. I just think that's something that I, I live by, you know, after after trying to spruik myself on too many occasions because I've been to too many courses and just like just once you start being yourself, everything else will flow a lot better. Right. Perfect. I love it. Thank you for your time. You are wonderful. Thank you, Emma. It's been lovely. Thanks a lot. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of Live and Love Your Brand. I'm so grateful that you've shared your time by listening today. That means so much to me. And if you're loving what you're learning, I would be so appreciative if you'd leave a review, rate this podcast and subscribe. It really shows me that you care, but it also helps other listeners to find us too. Again, please be sure to connect with me. I love hearing from you and getting to know your story. You can connect with me on Instagram at lovelycoms, Facebook, 
lovely communications and please do join the gorgeous community Live and Love Your Brand, our Facebook group. Or if you're ready to take action now and want to improve how you show up in the world with your brand, then head on over to lovelycommunications.com. Again, lovely is L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, communications.com to learn how you can work with me. My clients have gone on to experience opportunities that they could never have dreamed of. From starting businesses to taking leadership in their own life, they have found the confidence to stand in who they are and to go wholeheartedly after what they truly want in life. And I want that for you too. If you're ready to invest in yourself and reconnect with who you are, then let's chat. Thank you again for listening. Now go into the world and share the beauty that is the uniqueness of you. Catch you next week, lovely.